What if I told you the financial situation that you really desire is a lot closer than you think? Whether you're interested in becoming debt free, learning how to invest your hard earned money, or just want to take your finances to the next level, you're in the right place. The Plenty Money Podcast is for anyone who believes that financial freedom is possible. What's up, everybody? Cornelius Davis here, coming to you today from the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I'm enjoying a beautiful view of the Atlantic. It's sunny out. The water is calm. The only problem is it's about 40 degrees outside. (laughs) Oh, well. I want to welcome you all to another segment of the Plenty Money Podcast. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. I'm committed to spending more time talking about building wealth in 2022. And I know that's a topic that listeners want to hear more about. And and so today I want to kick that off with a discussion about investing in the stock market. I'm personally a big fan of the stock market. It's one of the most accessible vehicles available to us when it comes to building wealth. And I like the stock market for basically three reasons. Number one, you don't have to have a minimum amount to start investing. You basically get in the game with whatever you have to work with. Number two, the stock market gives everyday people an opportunity to own a piece of good companies and benefit from their success. Number three, the stock market is a vehicle for making passive investments and grow your money while you go about your everyday routines. I received quite a few questions related to investing in the stock market, and many of them are geared toward how to get started. And so today's segment is about how to get started investing in the market. I'll explain what the stock market is. I'll briefly touch on investment strategy. I'll discuss the tax implications of investing in the market. And then I'll close out with six steps to take to get started investing. Whenever I get questions about investing in stocks, I usually ask a person, you know, what got them interested in stocks, you know, just to see where their head is. You know, I get it. Most of us are looking for ways to get to the next level with our finances. And the stock market does provide an opportunity for that to happen. However, the market is not some kind of casino where you can just put money into it and get rich quick. And so I want to take a moment to quickly explain what the stock market is and how it works. The stock market is a collection of publicly traded companies that have made units available for sale to the general public. And those units are sold in the form of stock. And so when someone purchases a stock, they now own a tiny fraction of that company. And The stock market is an excellent place to grow your money over time because good companies usually grow and increase in value over time. And as those companies increase in value, the price of the stock also increases. As the price of the stock increases, the people who own those stocks make more money. And so for the person who has excess cash sitting around somewhere, The stock market provides a place for them to invest that cash and allow it to grow. You know, in other words, 
you exchange your excess cash for assets in the form of a stock. Those stocks increase in value over time. And then at some point in the future, you turn around and exchange those assets that you purchase for cash. And you end up with more cash than you initially started with. And that's the stock market in a nutshell. And so now I want to shift gears here and talk a little bit about strategy. You know, there are quite a few strategies one could follow when it comes to investing in the market. And for anyone just getting started, the only strategy I recommend is buy and hold. And buy and hold is simply finding good companies that you expect to grow over time, purchasing their stock, and then holding on to it for an indefinite period of time. As time goes on, the value of that stock should steadily increase. The other strategy I highly recommend is diversification. You know, diversification is simply owning more than one company. You know, let's say I work for Nissan and I own stock in Nissan. And that's the only stock that I own. Well, that means that the entire value of my investment portfolio is predicated solely on the price of Nissan stock. Whenever Nissan stock goes down, my total investment also goes down. Well, on, on the other hand, let's say I own Nissan and Walgreens. And then suppose Nissan stock price went down, but Walgreens stock price went up. Well, the overall value of my account isn't impacted that much because I have one stock that went down, but I have another one that went up. And so one of your overall goals should be to spread your money amongst multiple companies so that you're not solely dependent on just one company. The other thing to be cognizant about is that, you know, and this is for people who might be investing a lump sum at one time. You know, if you're investing a lump sum into a company, you know, you want to pay attention to what the stock price is. So that, let's say, for example, I had $10,000 that I wanted to invest in a company and their stock price just happened to hit an all time high. Well, I have to ask myself, is it wise for me to put my entire $10,000 investment at this particular price point, which is higher than normal? Or does it make more sense for me to maybe put $1,000 in now, give it some more time to see if the price will come back down and then slowly put the rest of that money into the company. It's also important to understand the tax implications of investing in stocks. You know, if you sell a stock for profit, you will owe capital gains tax on those earnings. You know, at the end of the year, you'll receive a 1099B from your broker showing how much you earn from the stocks that you sold. And your broker will also send a copy of that 1099B to the IRS so that they understand what's going on. And so any profit that you earn throughout the year, there will be a tax due uh, when you file your taxes. Now, I will say the tax law is generally more favorable toward investing. Uh, profits from investments are taxed at the capital gains rate, which is lower than the ordinary income tax rates for most people. And if you sell a stock for a profit, 
you will either have a short-term capital gain tax or you will have a long-term capital gains tax, depending on how long you own that stock. If you owned it for less than 12 months, then you're taxed at the short-term capital gains rate. If you owned it longer than 12 months, then you're taxed at the long-term capital gains rate. And the short-term capital gains tax rate is higher than the long-term capital gains tax rate. And also, just to be clear, taxes only apply when you actually sell a stock. You know, so in other words, if I bought a stock two years ago and that stock has gone up $20 a share since I purchased it, but I haven't sold it. That increase isn't taxable to me because I still own the stock. It's up $20 here, but it could also be down $20 two years from now. So you don't owe tax until you actually sell. And so now that I've shared some FYIs about investing in the market, I want to walk you through the six steps of how to get started investing. Number one, find companies that you're interested in, in investing in. You know, this is where research comes in. You know, you want to learn the way the company makes their money. You want to take a look at their profit margin. You want to look at their debt levels. You want to look at forward guidance to see what the company is projecting out for the next five years. Um, and I do want to point out that when it comes to buying stocks, this is the most important step. You know, too many people try to skip over this particular step and they end up getting burned because they're listening to what they heard on television or what somebody told them. And they're not really doing thorough enough research on the company and they're just trying to make, you know, get in on the next hottest thing. In the next segment, I will be covering how to evaluate companies uh, to give you a better idea of what that looks like. Number two. You want to choose your preferred vehicle for making stock purchases. Stocks are mainly purchased through online brokers, and there are a ton of online brokers out there. I'm sure you see the commercials on television all the time, and I don't necessarily endorse one over the other. Uh, only thing I'll say is that when you're choosing a broker, you want to make sure you consider things like the fee they charge for trading. Uh, you know, the amount of time it takes for your funds to clear when you deposit it into their account, um, the amount of time it takes your funds to clear after you sell a stock. And then lastly, last but not least, you want to make sure that that broker actually offers access to the companies that you're interested in purchasing. You know, uh, for example, a lot of people are jumping all over cryptocurrency right now. You know, cryptocurrency is not my thing, but I don't knock anyone for investing in it. And many of the online brokers don't even offer access to uh, cryptocurrency. And so my point is that you want to make sure that the broker you choose offers access to the particular companies that you're interested in investing in so that you uh, can 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 make the purchase. Number three. You want to set up your brokerage account. It's just a matter of setting up a customer profile uh, and providing all the information that they need and creating a username and password so that you can get in and out of the account. Number four, you know, once you have your brokerage account set up, the next thing you need to do is fund your account so that you can start purchasing stock. You know, funding your account is also simple. 
It's just a matter of transferring money from your bank account to your brokerage account. And that transfer generally takes a day or so to clear. And then that money is available to you to invest however you please. Number five, you want to start building your portfolio. You know, after your funds are available to you in your brokerage account, you're ready to start purchasing stock in the company or the companies that you identified back in step one. And you have the option to invest all of your money into one stock or you can split the funds between two or three stocks. It just depends on how much money you're starting with and how many stocks you're interested in owning. Number six, grow your portfolio. And your portfolio grows from you adding money to your account and the value of the stocks that you've purchased increasing over time. And so you can add money to your brokerage account and purchase more stock as often as you choose. Some people like to add money each time they get paid and, and, and add more money to their account. Others might only fund their brokerage account periodically, you know, um, so whatever works best for you in terms of add more cash to your portfolio is fine. And as you add that cash, you can continue to purchase more stocks. And that's the basics on how you get started in the market. I know I went through that quickly. Uh, didn't go in depth on anything. But if you have questions about anything I share, feel free to reach out to me at contact at Cornelius Davis Jr. dot com. In the next segment, I'll go into detail about how to research companies and determine whether or not they're a good place for you to invest your money. And that's all I have today. As always, I thank you all for tuning in and have a great week. When it comes to taking your finances to the next level, surrounding yourself with like-minded people provides a tremendous boost. Being able to share ideas, receive encouragement and leverage opportunity increases your chances of financial success. I created the Personal Economy Community to provide a virtual location for people to connect with others on similar financial journeys. If you're interested in improving your finances in any way, the Personal Economy Community is the place you want to be. That's personaleconomy.com. Personal, E-C-O-N-O-M-E.com.